Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ooh, I got to clear my throat on the air. I do that constantly. That was good. Yes, you did. what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show with... Alex Burpard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine uh, Brennan. These are Let's really start loud. again. These are really loud. I can't help you. I can oh, help you. Thank you, dear. I think it's this one. <clears throat> We're going to start all over, Andy. We are? Much yeah. better. Oh, uh, I don't even know if I can... Do that? Oh, if you don't want to do it, it's no yeah. big deal. What happens if I press this button? <laughs> <laughs> great. No. That's great. I would hope the engineer Sounds would know. Like me trying to figure out turning on and off the lights in the kids' classroom. They have like the most confusing light switches. Yeah. There's three of them, and yeah. they're you like have to our push old house twice, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you can't anyway. get it done. Is that what you're saying? Get it done. Was that Justin coming back in, or did he just leave? Not quite yet. Now I have yeah, two cameras. I I <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of you're covered. I just never know what's happening in this place. I always just anymore. wave my hand in front of one, and I'm like, "This is the one that is oh, the lights on, so it's got to be the right one." All right. Yes. Anyway, welcome Anywho. to the family with Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, our special guest. Say it. Oh, say it. <laughs> Justin Sutherland here. Good morning. Yay. We do. Kevin Pittman. <laughs> and Andy Brampernard. There. We're all back. We're all in studio. Everything is good. Everything it's is wonderful. Good. We like it. Justin is with us. Catherine, you know Justin's father. I do. <laughs> she goes, very I do? scared. <laughs> who's, your, who's your dad? Who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? Uh, uh, Carrie Sutherland over at Lifetime. Oh, okay. You know Carrie over there. I, yeah, I know her, yeah. Great him. Him, him, I mean, sorry. Her. <laughs> you said I'm Carrie. I'm familiar with her. I'm sorry, I'm not in the right headspace for doing Clearly this at all today. Clearly, she is very him. close. Sorry. <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I understand you've got a, this is yours, your creation, this cookbook? That, that is my book. We Northern Soul. Yeah. I've got a different little take on from Minnesota. Southern Soul food. Got any collard greens in there? I think I have the best collard greens uh, anywhere. <laughs> Remember, where do you buy those now? You, do they have collard greens at Byerly's? Yeah, you can get them anywhere. Can yeah. you really? Yeah, they've made yeah, a, they've made a big resurgence, I think. Yeah. They're very good for you. Oh, yeah, they are. Like they are. super they're high fibery in calcium and, and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're great for you. Yeah, we just saute them with butter and garlic. That's all you need, really. I mean, yeah. Tasty. Uh, he's like, eh. We can ramp that up. You can ramp that up, pal. Make it a little more exciting. No, no, no. Spend time. Yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of time in Florida. Okay. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of Southern cooking down yep. there. 
That. I just got back from the Keys two days ago. You oh, did? Yeah. Oh, nice. Where'd you go? Uh, was it Isla Morada? Oh. The island over oh, there? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Sort That's of midway, midway yep. through. Right midway mm-hmm. through, exactly. Where did you stay? Uh, it's called the Postcard. I don't know that it's one. A, I don't know it's that a one either. pretty, I mean, huge resort. I mean, they got like yeah, 19 yeah. properties on the resort. But. Isn't it amazing how what they can fit on that I tiny know. little <laughs> sandbar? <laughs> you're like, where? Really? how are you putting all this stuff here? Well, not to mention how they have to rebuild it all every, like, five years right. or so. Yeah. And all the houses on stilts. And, yeah, yep. you can jog from one side of the island to the other in five minutes, and mm-hmm. still they have a giant resort. I don't yep. understand. Well, they did finally reopen... Uh, uh, Little Palm? Little Palm. Yeah, but now it's $40,000 a minute, so yeah, well, I don't there is. Think we're ever going back <laughs> there. Have you ever, you ever been yeah. at that place? Just, yeah. What's that? Uh, it's called Little Palm Island. It's down just, it's about 30 miles up Little Torch from Key West. Key. Okay. And then so you take a boat. it's past Isle Mirada. It's a little bit past that one, okay. yeah. But I may have been through it. I mean, I've been down to, to Key West, so I'm probably no, driven. this is like a fancy schmancy. Yeah. You got to take a boat to it. Yeah, I was not. I was not that fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's fancy, fancy. Yeah. yeah, you have to take a boat to it. You can't just. Matter of fact, it's yeah. the island that the Kennedy family bought to shoot the movie. Uh, PT. PT one oh nine. Oh wow. They okay. bought it. He bought the, bought the island, island. Put you electricity, know, plumbing, all that stuff <laughs> out to the island. Isn't that amazing? That's yeah. The amount of money you have to have and like yeah. to buy an island, buy, yeah. buy an island, <laughs> get electricity, plumbing, all that, just to make a movie. Well, yeah. Little Palm is booked from December twenty second through April, so you can't even get in. I'm pretty sure fine. the billionaires have taken yeah, over, have oh, to- taken have, over, because yeah. nobody else can afford to be there. No, there's no, no question way. about it. No. no doubt about it. All right, let's see what the rates are here. Oh, we're, we're going to go see the rates of Little Palm. No, we're going to go in April. Be cheaper in April. Uh, I don't know. That's that's wedding season. That is wedding season. Okay, so how many people are in? One, two, three, four, five, six. We'll include Dan and Melissa, so that's eight people. We need our own bungalows. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 100%. Four, four rooms or five rooms? Should we go? Let's, Let's go, go five, five rooms. Five. Okay. Why not? Five rooms. Live it up, as long as we're spending this kind of money. But they're not rooms. They're... Well, they do have some. They do oh, have do they? some rooms. Because you yeah. can get your own cabin. I'm gonna need my own cabin. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I need my own they hotel. I'm sorry. I'm not what sure. What do you got, Andy? <laughs> um, I'm guessing six thousand a night. No, not even close. What? M- more? There? No. Their really? highest. Thirty-five hundred. The island premier suite, thirty-six hundred. Hey. That's just a. The lowest five is what I'm saying. Their lowest yeah. is twenty-five hundred. The island escape suite. So I was right. In April, okay. Hmm. Well, this is one room for two adults. So multiply that by five, and you've got, yeah, it's like $12,000 a night. <laughs> for five people to so, go. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's going to sell a lot of cookbooks. You know what? You could have them do an event and let <laughs> you stay for free. I mean, that's what go. I would be working All on. Right. <laughs> call, my, call my PR team. Yeah, get, get, get your people on there. I like this. The nightly rate is subject to a 12.5% fee. Oh, my Which God. includes, though, a welcome cocktail. You get your Gumby Slumber there. Mm, the Gumby mm-hmm. Slumber. The Gumby Slumber. Non-alcoholic mini bar beverages. So Ooh, oh, boy. It's like a $300 or, can of Coke. Or, right. <laughs> <laughs> you could have as much Diet Coke as you want. There you go. Yeah, yeah, at 300 bucks a can. Yeah. Fitness center access and water sport amenities. Ooh. So it's it's so, so all the normal it? stuff you should get at a hotel. Yes. 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 Well, they, <laughs> they do set it. you up. Like, if you wanted to go fishing, there are just fishing boats with right. fishing poles yep. and yep. bait and everything. And you can just take that. There's also guys walking down extra. the beach that'll take you out for, yeah. you know, <laughs> for a rum and coke. The uh, they still don't allow people there under what is it 18, Andy? 
I, I think you have to be over 18 to even get on the island. I like that. Little yeah, those are my kind of resorts. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing, <laughs> the thing that they have that you'll never find anywhere else in the world that I know of are they've got these itty bitty key, key deer. deer. Yep. They're yeah. like oh, the God. size of maybe a Great Dane. Mm -hmm. gosh, and they come right up to you and they'll nibble your watch and they'll nibble your mm -hmm. ear and they'll, can I please have the lemon out of your drink? Yeah. <laughs> and they're adorable. I want one. You feel like you're in a Snow White <laughs> yeah, episode right. Yeah, we were feeding them flower petals. Well, no, they would chew on them and then be like, I don't like this, and yeah. then spit it out and then go to the next one and chew on it and be like, I don't like this and spit it out. Like, so they're they not very it. bright. Yeah, no. Well, they're oh, deer. They're, they're so very sweet. Cute. My favorite was we watched... And they're from Florida. A deer from Florida. We uh, watched a wedding on the beach. So this couple got married. Yep. They had this big arch made entirely of flowers. Mm -hmm. um, once the wedding party cleared out, the deer immediately just ate the entire arch. <laughs> Which is yeah. true, yes. What year did we go? It was 10 years uh, ago, wasn't it? was probably 10 years ago, yeah. yeah. Is I married yet? I don't think so. No, we had your birthday. It's our anniversary there. today. Oh, oh happy today. anniversary! That's right. So, Alex, you was that ten or eleven? It was your birthday, and I know because she started tearing up because they they put us out on the beach and put a bunch of rose petals on the yep. ground, and these deer it showed. Is nice. up. The key deer the showed key, up. And yep. Alex was all teary-eyed because they're so cute. I'm they a are. crier, so <laughs> you're a crier. They're, really, so they're like they're like what maybe two feet tall. No, they're bigger than that. Not I'd say much, they came up much. to. They're. I have pictures. I just don't remember when. Key deer. We went. Let's see. About two and a half feet. So yeah, not very tall. True. Not very tall at all. That's the shoulder weight or shoulder height, of course. So Justin, of course. Where did you grow up? I grew up down in Apple Valley, Burnsville Apple area, Valley, South Burnsville. suburbs. Yep. And how did you get interested in doing what you're doing and learning all these great things about food and all the rest of it? Yeah, honestly, it was, I mean, I loved food. Eating was a big part of our, well, everybody eats. <laughs> food was a big part of our family. I mean, you know, but both my grandmothers were great cooks. Um, so, I, I mean, I fell in love with food very early, but doing what I'm doing now was very much a, a late in, later in life, you know, kind of transition. I went to Minnesota State Business Management. My whole life goal plan was on track to go to law school and be a lawyer. Oh, really? So that was, that was one track mind for that for a while until... I finished college and was getting ready for law school and realized that I was going to have to go to school for like at least six more years yeah. and yeah. sit in an office and, and be do a research. Lawyer. Yeah. I, I would love to be, I want to be a trial lawyer so bad, but I was done with that. Um, so it was actually Carrie was the one when I was, was actually selling mortgage um, at his mortgage firm he had uh, briefly back in the day when everybody was selling mortgage. Yeah. And I was cold calling people and sitting in a cubicle and I remember just coming home being like, I, this office life is not going to work yeah. for me. I'm about to blow my brains out. <laughs> not, yes. So he was yeah. like, try culinary school. You've loved food. So moved to Atlanta, went to culinary school and fell in love with it there and the rest is history. You got all kind of cool uh, cocktails in here too. A lot of cool cocktails in there. Yeah. This looks like fun. Bourbon my wife, my wife turns right to the booze page. That's nice. <laughs> I like your photography. Did, did you do it or somebody else? No, no, no. We had a, a, local, a local girl did it. She was fantastic. Yeah, really nice. Asha, yep. She had a little bio in the back there, but she's amazing. Yeah, pimento cheese. That's a southern thing. They love that pimento cheese. It is good. Indeed. Emmy nominee. Ooh, we start with Emmy nominee. That's how the whole thing Look starts. What do you think of that action? I was that was pretty wild. Um, I, yeah, I bet. I, I mean, I when I got the got the call, I was like, "What? You're the right guy?" But no, I'm, it was quite the honor. So no, no question about it. Emmy nominee Justin Sutherland is a nationally recognized celebrity chef and entrepreneur who is the co-host of the syndicated Fast Foodies, True TV, and the Food Network. 
executive producer and recent uh, Emmy nominee. Emmy shows up twice in the first paragraph. You know, I, well, I, I got to be proud. Got to lead with that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, Emmy nominated host of the Taste uh, Taste the Culture, all True TV and HBO Max. As a matter of fact, a judge on Guys Grocery Games beat Bobby Flay. Kid, so you're with you. You pop up everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's a food show, I'm I'm on it in some capacity for sure these days. And that's a good thing. That is yeah. a good thing. It's way better than kitchens. And how'd you get your first like television role? Like, was it something you kind of just lucked into, or was it something you were looking to do? Yeah, so it's about nine years ago, I opened my first restaurant, which was Handsome Hog. Um, and then it was a year after that, I remember after service, I was sitting in the office, my cell phone mm-hmm. rang, um, and they said, this is a producer from Food Network, we've been watching your career, do you want to compete on Iron Chef? I thought that it was one of my, somebody punking me, I, I, I hung up on them, I was like, I don't have time for this, and, like hung up, and then bring back to, no, we're serious, can we schedule a Zoom call, this and that, so they actually reached out to me. Um, did a Zoom meeting with them, and a couple week, a couple months later, it was competing on Iron Chef. Did and you find out who recommended you for that? Did they just they watched you? Just happened upon you? Yeah, I mean, now that I'm kind of immersed in that world, <laughs> yeah. you know, they you know they have scouts that you know, that, that go out, yeah, and pick true. different cities. Sometimes you know, look up who's up and coming, this and that. They'll go eat in town. So at some point, some scout somewhere saw me do something. And by the way, I just looked down, and at the bottom it says Justin is currently an Emmy nominee. <laughs> Hey, you know what? My PR, my PR team is great. I didn't even read the bio, but I trust them. <laughs> I mean, that's at least three, yeah, and I got a couple three. more paragraphs right. to read. So, I'll, you know. I'll, I'll pay them more. This is my favorite <laughs> really? cocktail recipe. I drink and I know things. I just, that's the recipe? <laughs> What's that from? I know that. Hands down our most popular drink at Handsome Hog. I've never heard a complaint about it. I've really? heard that line before. What's that from? Uh, well, that's from uh, Game of Thrones. The, right. The short, yep. What's the name? Yep. Dig, Dingle, Peter Dinglish? Yeah. Tyrion? Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I've never actually watched the show. Ooh, bourbon mussels. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine. Wow. Apparently we know who's going to be leaving with the Uh, cookbook. There you go. Thank God I live with her, so I'll get to enjoy it. It'll be wonderful. No question. Look at her. Look at how happy you are. I love food. (laughs) I come from a food-driven family. Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. There's some good stories and anecdotes in there for the reading as well. And that just pissed off everybody that's watching YouTube because Catherine, oh, I love to eat, and she weighs about four pounds. Yeah. Don't weigh four pounds. I already did the front. <laughs> Buy this book. She's <laughs> almost 5'10". Hopefully she doesn't weigh five pounds. <laughs> Honest to God. It, it just, so now when you were growing up, did yep. you enjoy great foods and all? Is that what drew you to it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I came from a very multicultural background. I've got a grandma from Japan, um, and Carrie's father, um, I'm sure, you know, relatives from Mississippi, much lot into soul food and southern food. Um, and then my, my grandfather was a six-foot-five Viking of a Norwegian, so, I mean, we had lefse, collard greens, and sushi on the table wow. at the same time. Wow. Um, so I just, you know, ate a lot of food, um, a lot of different cultures and cuisines, and food, you know, just a family meal was just such a big part of growing up. We've always um, kind of been that way, too. Yeah, we yeah. have. We've always eaten really weird stuff. Yeah. We well, didn't yeah. go out to eat. I've been and eating my, sushi since I was, yeah. I can't even remember when I didn't eat sushi. Yeah. And my kids eat weird stuff. And, like, anytime I have to feed other children, I forget that kids usually don't right. eat That's very true. much stuff. Ethan's yeah. favorite. What do you want, pizza or chicken fingers? And then I if I give them, if I make chicken fingers, it's the wrong chicken fingers. Yep. You got to have the right And I'm like, right. I'm Dinosaur sorry. shapes. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't uh, know. 
where you shop, the exact chicken. I tried. I gave you apples, carrots, and chicken fingers, and they're like, it's all wrong. We yeah. did not I go out to carrots. eat, though, at all. I mean, it was. No. Oh, you didn't? We, we didn't either. If it, no. was, it was Red Lobster, uh, TGI it's... Fridays. Mm. I mean, Olive Garden or Red Lobster, that was like if somebody graduated and were yep. celebrating, that's yeah. like the fine dining place that, you know, and did everybody you got of, one biscuit. Did you have a lot of kids in the family? Yes, yes. I mean, I'm my oldest of seven, actually. So, yes, that's yeah. why they didn't go out to dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no. It's too much no. work. Too much money. No. No. Every and time we sat down, Carrie was, they will all have water. There was no conversation. <laughs> we got no, <laughs> well, he's a health guy. Yeah, uh, he right. wants you to be healthy. Right. He wanted his no wallet to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. That's very, very true. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, God, these days, up. seven people, you order one drink each. What's that, like 150 bucks? At least. Yeah. 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 I have a friend with six children, and I, like, I'd say one a day think how do they pay for yeah. anything for real yeah. like what yeah for all that stuff i that watch families big. on the plane going to like disney world with like like five kids i'm counting i'm like you're this probably, is like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> walking through the door right now they saved up for 10 years they probably so did yeah. once in a lifetime experience did. yep yeah you start saving up when you have the first kid and then you finally go 12 years later you got the disney fund and the college mm-hmm. fund yes yeah you know, it's interesting because, it, you know, growing up the way I did, when the, my father gone, my mother was always working. We hardly ever sat down at the table together because, you know, he was long gone. And like I said, my mother showed up and she was tired and all the rest of it. Mm, she I, it did took not me, like to cook, really. And she did not she, like to she cook She was around at all. food all day as a diner <laughs> yeah. waitress. I think the last thing she wanted to do was cook dinner. Right. But the funny thing about that is, is I'm reading all this about, you know, family sitting down to the table. And, of course, Thanksgiving was a very big deal and all the holiday meals. But there is no better time for a family to sit and talk than at the dinner table. Nope. I mean, is that, that's still true, I'm assuming. I would. I mean, I don't have an immediate family that I sit down. Right. I sit down on the couch and eat by myself. But yes, I think so. I can say yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just. I have two children. My husband and I sit down every night and have dinner. And you love most it. of it. Yeah, and like we ask weird questions. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's when all the weird stuff comes. We do a lot of yeah. "Would you rather," and then it turns into conversation. Oh, do you really? Oh yeah, we always play "Would you rather" because then the kids come up with stuff that doesn't even make any sense. Like, would your I rather be a light bulb or would you rather <laughs> eat a computer? And it's like <laughs> the light bulb light one. Bulb. <laughs> yeah, like, light bulb. Light bulb. Whatever yeah. the first. Thing you say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Sage is always like, What something about a water bottle if there's one in front of him? Well, it's wait like, until okay, they're teenagers, you'll get all the information on everybody in the car. Oh, absolutely, and mm-hmm. at, wait. at the dinner table, it's gonna you'll be great. get all the information. You'll be like, They did what? Oh, I know. <laughs> no, have human beings always been that way, or we always heard if you know you're a religious person, there was the Last Supper, and it was always about sitting at the table eating. I've never read the Bible. Maybe I should one of these days, but there, it's a lot about sitting down and eating breaking and breaking bread. bread. Well, you have to do exactly multiple right. times a day or else you die. So, yep. you know. But we, it's a very, very special time. We used to have to do, so with all those kids, we would fight. I mean, they're obviously, so one of the kids was always fighting with somebody else. Uh, so we would have to do what was called unity dinner. Um, and everybody have a plate of food, and you got to take one bite of food and pass your plate to the left, and we would eat dinner like that. <laughs> really? And, and, and to make us all have to interact with each other until uh, the fight was over. And then, hey. did you leave the table then in a much better situation? I think so, because it was so freaking ridiculous. That we <laughs> it was you done. Forgot we forgot what we were, what we were fighting about. We're just like, you were, yeah. you were, you were Shut crazy. up, or we'll do unity dinner. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you remember the very first thing you ate that you said, man, i got to get involved in this? 
Oh, man. That's a tough question. That is, I, know. I have to think about it. That's a very tough question. Yeah, you can think about it for a while because yeah. you just think about that. For me, my mother made this, and by the way, looking back, it was not very good, but I, we all thought it was wonderful. Oh. That chicken noodle dish my oh. mother used to make. I, so oh, bad. Really, it was terrible. I mean, God, God bless your mother, but she was no cook. No, she was not a, she she was was like a good server. Overdone egg noodles. Oh. Overdone egg noodles. Oh, yeah, so it was noodles. just mushy. We were but they were a, homemade. No, no, she no, never there's made no her way own She was rolling out pasta? No, no, she was not. We used to, <laughs> no, you were never no. around for that? There's no, no. no. We used to roll out, and it was about that oh, thick. okay. So it was like oh, eating a handful of I did not know dough. that ever happened. <laughs> that was when I was young. When I was, when I was younger, it must have been then. Yeah, it must have been. Must have, because, yeah, there's no way. No, Or just did. in another lifetime. I remember one time we were on a trip, and we were at um, a roadside stand in Texas, and they had these beautiful, you know, those gigantic avocados oh, God, that taste huge. sort of nutty, and they're delicious. And we, we bought a few, and we had made guacamole from it, from it, and it was just so good. So I brought some home, and I gave her one and she's like oh thank you and we were there two weeks later and it was in the crisper all shriveled up because she had no she didn't even know what it was <laughs> afraid to ask <laughs> didn't even know what it was I'm like, I love I'm like it. touch the avocado she's like what was I supposed to do with that anyway I'm like eat it yeah <laughs> okay well I would have never a... given her an avocado <laughs> knowing what I know about her I don't I wouldn't have been like. Well, she this was when I, that's when I didn't that's know weird. that she. And then one time we, she would have us over for dinner, <coughs> and she would have these roasts, and they would be mm-hmm. about oh that big because they were so overcooked. <coughs> and so one time we we're like, oh, you know what? It's probably just because she buys really cheap, you know, cuts of meat because she's used to being frugal. Right. So we bring over this like really nice expensive roast, and sure enough, it was mm. size of a briquette. <laughs> it was she didn't want any flavor or no. juice in there whatsoever. It's no. a jerky, more. <laughs> it was more like a jerky. That's just she was not a good cook. Well, people have to understand too. It's like walking down Plymouth Avenue with my friends when I was a kid. It was never say we should stop and buy some avocados. Yeah, we didn't have any avocados in North Minneapolis. Right. I'm sorry, no, didn't you happen. Rich? They grow on trees. They're not. That, that was definitely the sign of the rich family oh, growing up. Like if they had the bowl of avocados <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Mom, I'm having dinner at their house tonight. <laughs> we can go to Chipotle and get a burrito, but you better not get guac. They're five for three dollars at Trader Joe's. Sometimes they're cheap. Now, now, now. Yeah, it's now. a lot That's easier true. to get That's an avocado true. in Minnesota than it was. That's yeah. true. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. 
We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Is this something that's continuing? And uh, this is, you know, kind of an odd question, but I do hope the family dinner is still happening, but I don't know if it is anymore. People are all headed off in these different directions. I will say that, so I have a seven-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son, and my daughter does competition dance, and there are people that, I mean, they're, Kids are doing something every single day right yeah, are, yeah. of the week because they're yep. in dance and they're also in soccer and they also play violin and then they also snowboard and they also do this. And I'm just like, when do you have time to just sit and talk to your kid? And they're in school wow. all day, five yeah. days a week. And I'm just like, when are you just sitting there eating dinner? Like, what do you eat? Just microwave stuff? I don't know because there's no time to make anything decent. Mm. Like, I tell people what I make for dinner and they're all like, what? <coughs> you have to prep. Yeah. Yeah, I do a meal planning. I don't think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of no. people just nuke something. Just eat. Yeah, yeah. like just, 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 just there needs yeah. to be I food. I used to pretty much yeah. always make dinner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you we always did. Always. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I, I, yep. I'd say I make dinner at least yep. five days a week. I never made breakfast because nobody would eat breakfast. And nope. lunch, we you guys were gone. Yet. So, yeah, dinner, we I, I pretty much cooked all the time. Yep. Okay, Alex, you got to tell Justin the story about what your kids said leaving Seavers. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, Seavers Fall Festival. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Um, my daughter, her name is Fawn, asked to have an ear of corn on the way out. And I was like, hey, you can I have an ear of corn? We'll get you an ear of corn. And she was eating it. I was like, how's the corn? She went, oh, it's like heaven. <laughs> and then my five year old son was like, well, can I have a bite? And he took a bite and he's like, wow, it is like heaven. <laughs> a like, piece of corn. It's like a badly That's written a, ad. It is a badly written ad. Seven corn. I was like, you know, an ear of corn. You gotta love it. The simple pleasures, though. Exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it was like the fun, because that's the thing with food, you know? It's like the fun day doing all the fall things, and they were in a giant pit of corn. And then, like, the sun's out, and it's so fun, and you're with your family, and then you leave, and you're eating an ear of corn, and you're like, this is just great. It could have been, though. Like, have you ever had a perfect, like, when it's sweet and it crunches and pops in your mouth? Yeah, good sweet. I mean, there is That's a chef talking right there. I mean, sometimes corn can be like a Absolutely. But it's like, I feel like, experience adds to food For so sure. much you For know sure. apples taste better at the orchard always. yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah that is true yeah the, the fresher the better absolutely right. uh, yeah but i do hope that people are getting back to going but they're not you said the kids are just too busy they don't not a lot of family I, meals anymore there are food people that 
are like, I will make dinner and we mm-hmm. will sit. But right, then there right. are everybody else is just running around mm-hmm. doing. I don't well, even I, know what I grew up Jimmy with John's. In. Tons of my friends, their kitchen table was never an inch of open space ever. So oh, they clearly really? never ate mm-hmm. dinner right. at the table mm-hmm. together. Oh sure, yeah. and that was thirty years ago. There's a lot of families who are just never like that. They don't just sit down at the table and Yeah, they sit eat. in front of the TV and eat. Well, and it's yeah. like you have to... A or lot they of people, eat in their rooms, whatever. Yeah, a lot of people mm. just don't care that much about food. No. You know, who are like, these people? I, I, I don't understand at all. Like, our, I have an aunt that said if she could just take a pill every right. day and never eat, she would. I'm like, what, what? is wrong with that's, you? Yeah. But like what Tom said, it's it's more about the food, though. It's that it one is. of the only times a day where you sit yep. down with your family, yeah. you're all living independent lives, you look yes. each other in the eye, you sure. either air your grievances, tell your stories you know mm-hmm. figured that's how you you know have some sort of family bond right yeah well the great thing about that is let's say the world sucks like you read the news we are all hate one let's another let's say the world sucks yeah let's, <laughs> let's, let's did you watch the news today <laughs> yeah, exactly. apparently the world sucks <laughs> you know so to to spend time with little kids who say this tastes like heaven right. to sit down with friends to sit here around this table talking I mean, that's what life should be like. Sit down and have a little dinner together. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Calm down. We ever going to get there? Uh, I mean, right now? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> it's not I, looking good. It's not, I don't know. I think well, we there's, just keep I think expanding I'll, your own circle. Well, there's that right. whole, Bring people in. I don't know who said it, but if you want to change the world, start at home. Yeah. You know, you can. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's such an important thing. Food and, and well, meals, not just food, but meals are a very, very important thing. And it seems to me like, like Tevin, do you now your family doesn't live in town? Nope. So do you get together once in a while with family and just go have dinner with them? Not as often as we should. Yeah, but yeah it's definitely yeah. it's more just yeah communication. But my family, it, like whenever we do get together, like my mom and probably from her Amish heritage as well, like cooks a ton of food. So I it's keep forgetting always... your mom was Amish or is Amish. Yeah, like, well, was, I Why guess. Did you get here by a wagon? <laughs> no, I was scared of horses. So, <laughs> no, so it they... didn't work. But yeah, like every family gathering, like, is whether it's holidays or just random birthdays or yeah. days of the week, we get together. And it's always spent 100% almost in the kitchen cooking mm-hmm. and things like that. So all of my childhood memories revolve around food like i should really be that's wonder pounds. that's <laughs> like, i should be huge do you like to cook oh i love cooking yeah. and like i've like anytime i have friends over and i like always cook and like you actually like take the time to like you don't just make your pasta like you actually make pasta sauce instead of taking it from a can it's like it's very therapeutic it's just gonna say that it's so therapeutic yep. yeah yeah, you, you, always, you, ball, you like, yeah, you would yeah, chop no. vegetables, and I'm like, just use the food processor, yuck with it, and you're like, it's more, it's meditative <coughs> therapy. Yeah. yeah, like, I, I, we were given a KitchenAid mixer for our wedding, and I, we didn't register for it, but somebody was like, this is something you give people when they right. get married, and I've mm-hmm. used it, like, five times, because I'm like, I love stirring things. Yeah. Like, when I make meringue and stuff, I'll use it, because who wants to do that? Yeah, sure. like, but, bringing out all the hardware. Right? Yeah, you <laughs> love hardware, and, like, kitchen gadgets, and Mix I'm like, it, no. Mix it, juice it, I let them all out there. I'm like, I have one large bowl and a spoon, and I'm happy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, because I find it, it's, like, meditative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and even then, when you, like, mess up, you're like, yesterday I made this, like, try to make a new gnocchi a la rosa sauce dish and yeah. it turned out very average yeah. and i was Aww. very disappointed but i was like it's still like when you create something it's like yeah, yeah that experience of cooking it from start to finish i still felt good about it, even though it didn't i find like thinking what you could right. do for just next time and it's a, yeah. say, and yeah. it's a learning process yeah, yeah. 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 just put yeah. pepper flakes in it yeah, that's the answer. Answer. Add, more, yeah. add more garlic add more garlic that fixes everything 
Catherine, by coincidence, by the way, uh, just last night, Catherine and I were eating dinner, and I could only eat about half what she put out. She gave me way too much food, so I said, well, I'll just, I'll just eat the other half of it tomorrow night for dinner. And she said to me last night, Tom, you do realize that you could eat three times a day, 365 days a year, Italian food. And yes. it's true. Yes, I could yeah. eat you pasta every meal of every day. 100%. I love that stuff. They and do. Italians seem it's so good. healthy for all the pasta they eat and cigarettes they smoke. They <laughs> they're beautiful. They live forever. And all they do is drink wine, smoke cigarettes, and eat pasta. So it's, I think they got something. There's something, there's something to it. Oh, Japan smoking is huge in Japan. Oh, yeah. Yet their yeah. lung cancer incidence is quite low, and people can't figure out why. It's it's the, I think it's the rest of their lives. So my grandma's from Japan, so we get over mm-hmm. there quite often. Mm-hmm. I mean, every Everybody in my family over there smokes. Yep, but everyone smokes they, in Japan. They have that vice that Japan will always smoke, but they also have such other, so many other things in their lifestyle that I think counteract that. I they mean, walk everywhere. Their, their physical activity, their meditation, mm-hmm. their, mm-hmm. you know, their works, like just everything else. So maybe that, you know, off, offsets the cigarettes. Yeah. I don't know. But so they're pretty healthy too. Your grandmother is from Japan. Yeah, my mom was born there. My grandma's from Japan. Your mom, your mom was born there as well. Yep. Okay. Do they? Because generally, from what I understand, I have a friend that's in Japan right now. And the Japanese don't really like it if you stay too long. That's what I've heard from everybody. That's tr- so. It's true. I, I, I mean, I guess I, I, I've always had family there, so yeah. Welcome, so it's different. Yeah, no, they, yeah they, they definitely don't want you to come uh, move there for sure. <laughs> like, no, come see Mount Fuji, ride visit. the bullet train, yeah. but then get out of here. Yeah. Then go home. Yeah. Give us your so, tourist dollars and leave. Yeah. So that is true. They don't want you staying there. Oh, their population. I, I, it's phenomenal. Yeah, there's no space. But there's no. Yeah, there's no room for extra <laughs> people. I mean, they, well, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you go. True. Tokyo, absolutely. Right. Not. Is that where you go, Tokyo? I mean, we've been all over. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you definitely got to see Tokyo. But I prefer more the countryside. Kyoto is probably my favorite place there. Well, Kyoto. Yeah. I've always said that if I go to Japan, I want to go to the country, particularly Hokkaido. Yep, Hokkaido have been there, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy riding the bullet train from like Kyoto to Tokyo, where you go from like the year three thousand, and then it like takes you back in time to temples and yep. geisha, right. and it's just wild the dichotomy. Did you ever do any of the temple pilgrimages? Uh, uh, I don't know if it was a pilgrimage. What, what do you mean? Well, like, there's this one, um, there's a famous route uh, in the south. It's like many, many miles that you're supposed to walk on foot. Did not do that. None of that? No, I'm more of a train. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most, <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the bus now. You lost me at miles train. on foot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have to go. No. Oh, that's right. You got to hit the road. Do. Gotta go to school. Oh, my God, Alex, you're going to be late. No, if I leave here by 11. 40 i'm fine okay because i go then i just go right to school sometimes i want to leave early and i want to go home and oh like, that's why you do drop it. my tupperware off from the lunch i ate in my car <laughs> <laughs> you know all right we'll see you i don't, I don't know about tomorrow but the, this no, weekend we're going to duluth M- oh that's right you're going up emmy that's right you're going to be gone the whole weekend duluth going up to duluth and yeah like our big plans are where are we eating when we are there so where are you going to eat before you go you got to tell us where you're going to eat um Scenic Cafe. Oh, I was just going to say. So the scenic amazing. Is time I go north. Scenic is wonderful. So That's amazing. two harbors, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's even like in, past. It's past. It's two harbors. It's past two harbors a little bit. Yeah. It is a great yeah. place. It's amazing. You have, yes. go, you have to go to OMC. I, what? OMC. It's a barbecue place. I would not go there. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, but your um, family isn't. But, but your family isn't. <laughs> right. That's so not a ball of all. You can eat cornbread and beans. <laughs> yeah. um, cornbread and okra. Your family can eat the real food. Another good one. Amazing. At Sarah's Table is a favorite of mine. And I, we always had an Italian one that's right on the Watt. 
like oh, overlooks yeah. the water. Bella, we tried to something. go there last time. We went, there was impossible. It's really small. So. It's but Bella, it's what about really Valentine? Valentine, that's the one we tried to go to. And then oh, you couldn't get in? No. Um, Why don't you call me? I don't want to do that. Why not? And I always go to Fitgers and get the wild rice burger. Oh, Fitgers, yeah. Really, really good. We went to a place called like, perfectly like, cooked onions and mushrooms and wild rice. Where do we go? Like, grandma's or something like that. There's grandma's, grandma's, is, up there, yeah. Yeah. grandma's, grandma's is like grandma's. a yeah. You go and you have a weird. Drink grandma's is where yeah. the kids got to sit at the bar. Yeah, they got to sit, they <laughs> let <laughs> sit, them sit at the bar, and then yeah. everywhere we went, like, can we sit at the bar? I'm like, no, no, you're not legally allowed to. And maybe Wisconsin. Oh, definitely Wisconsin. Okay, well, it's nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. Yeah. Have a good rest of the show. We are going to do it. There's no doubt about it. Do you think you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more? The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Now, Justin, I'm just a, a tick or two older than you, so I'm talking about a different era. The food in Minnesota used to suck when I was a kid. It was not good, and I don't know what that was all about. The restaurants, there were maybe two in the entire Twin Cities right. that were any good. What happened? You know, I, I, I don't know what happened or where that switch happened, but, I mean, we have one of, you know, arguably one of the, one of the greater food scenes no in, doubt in about. the country. It's and definitely it's, changed for I the mean, better, thank God. I mean, from, yeah, from the restaurant concepts to the chefs just to that whole community. I mean, it's, it is fantastic. I don't know what changed. I mean, generally, you know, we Midwest can kind of fly over for a while. Maybe we're just a little bit behind the, behind the eight ball, yeah, but, you know, yeah. we're always a little <laughs> bit behind, you know, New York, L.A. when things happen. So, I mean, maybe it was just us catching up or being on our own pace but right now things are amazing they are i mean we had murray's which is still there thank yep. god charlie's was phenomenal yep. but now it's a tower they tore it down there were a few good restaurants yeah. and some little neighborhood restaurants like uh the chinese restaurant up on broadway in north minneapolis was really good so there were places to mm -hmm. eat but now it's i think the food here is every bit as good as anywhere else i've ever been a hundred percent hundred percent which i think is great yeah. um Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just going to say, is the local scene, because I feel like anytime I go through my phone trying to figure out a place to eat, it's like, oh, I got I have a list a mile long of places mm -hmm. I need to try. Mm -hmm. Is the local scene amongst chefs, like, more competitive or is it more collaborative? Like, what? No, I would say it is probably one of the most collaborative and, you know, family unit, you know, group of mm -hmm. chefs there, there is. I mean, you know, back when I was first coming up, it was it was competitive, that, but I think things have changed. But it's we have such just a supportive and, and connected, Good. you know, restaurant industry in general here. That's I mean, nice everybody does pop-ups at each other's restaurants, helps each <laughs> other. It's, yeah, it's great. Let me ask you a question, because I did it again on Monday night. Um, but my mother was a, a server at a diner for 53 years. I yeah. mean, that's what she did the whole time I was a little kid. Busted her ass, worked really hard, no doubt about it. So when I go to a restaurant, if I enjoyed it, 
I like to stop by and talk to the manager. Mm-hmm. And I was at Baccio on uh, on Monday night okay. <clears throat> with some friends. And as we were leaving, I, I walked up and I said, are you the manager? And she kind of backed up because I think whenever anybody asks her, are you the manager, it's never good. It's to complain. <laughs> it's to complain. Yep. I said, are you the manager? She goes, yes, I am. I said, well, I wanted you to know that Natalie did a great job and the food was terrific. And uh, I just wanted you to know that. Mm-hmm. She could. Could you come back more often? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's... A, she was shocked well, I that I did that. Well, I think we're still, I mean, especially <clears throat> management and, and servers, people that are customer-facing in restaurants are still suffering from a, a lot of PTSD from oh. that pandemic time, I mean, yeah. too, mm-hmm. where people lost their damn minds about how they, how they treated people, the expectations at restaurants. I mean, it, it got pretty, pretty bad. I mean, we lost a lot of people. A lot of, yeah. a lot of people in management <clears throat> were like, I am done with that industry. Um, so yeah, it's understandable that she probably flinched a little bit and then was very uh, pleasantly surprised by your. <laughs> but I always do that because of what my mother did. I yeah. always appreciated the work she did. If it's good, particularly if it's really good, I would always tell the manager that server does a great job. It's good food. You should be proud of yourself. And yes, I will be back. Right. <laughs> it was right. one of those deals. So. I guess not a lot of people do that. Say, hey, no, I'll tell enough. you how what a bad job you do, but they'll never tell you what a good mm-hmm. job you do. Right. Why? Right. I've never understood that. And and why with unless you're offering, you know, constructive criticism, why when it's like bad? I just don't even see the point of yeah, just complaining really. just yeah. for the point of complaining or just going online to say, Hey, this sucked you know. Well, I mean we want constructive criticism. We want to know if your meal was so we can correct it next time. Sure. But if you're if your entire, you know, end game with that is just to yell at somebody and that's why, why that side either so what i want to do once i get really old is i want to start doing that like complimenting the chef say hey can i please speak to the chef right so the chef comes out i tell him how great my meal is and then i slyly palm him a one dollar bill <laughs> oh, they'll chase you out and say clearly you need this more than I do. Uh, that's, that's how funny. how is tipping going is how is that going andy Are people still tipping uh as far as i know yeah i Yes, people are still. T- I mean, well, it depends. A lot of you know restaurants have dabbled in the no tip thing. Yeah, you know, adding the service charge. Yep. It's still that's still some uncharted territory. But when we talk about outside of restaurants, I think tipping has gotten out of control. I think now oh, that God, yeah. now that everybody has those customer facing POSs and they flip, yeah. they flip the screen, you're like, I literally just bought a pack of gum at the gas station. Why am I tipping? Like, why do your yeah. screen say tip? Yeah, the default <laughs> options are like twenty, twenty five, and thirty percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not five, it's little, ten, fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Remember, um, Ann Ahmed, she has lap 14 of your. Oh, yeah. Thing. No, yeah. I know her very well. Oh, she's, yeah, she's great. I love yeah. her. But she she's was telling us a story person. about somebody came into her restaurant, at lap 14 on Highway 55 in, is that Golden Valley still? Yeah. Or yeah. Plymouth? Anyway, she said, oh, so these guys came in, and they're, oh, Tom Bernard was talking about this restaurant, so we're going we're gonna to eat here on his recommendation. They sat at the bar, and they ordered all this stuff, and they ate every scrap. Mm-hmm. Every scrap, and then tried to get out of paying for it because the food was so terrible. Mm. Oh, people are the like, first of all, don't that. drag oh, your name. Yeah, thanks a thanks, lot. Thanks for dragging my and name. Then they, into and it. then they eat it all and say it was <laughs> right. terrible. That is. Well, that's the thing. It's like a very clear lie at that what point. What a bunch right. of. Yep. I mean, you ate all of this and ate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If it was so bad, what were you doing eating it? People well, then are again, psychotic. There is a phenomenon, a well-known phenomenon on the internet where people online will review games. And it'll be like, hours played, 5,000. Rating, bad. 
It's like I've dedicated what? my life to this yeah. game. I've been playing this game eight hours a day for the past three years. If you hate it so much, that but people wild. people will do that. Yep. So there is that. No. Some people are just a pain in the ass. My yeah, favorite my favorite complaint from people like working in the service industry as a manager was like you get people that would change the recipe essentially to the dish. They'd be like, oh, I want it without this, or can I right. substitute yeah. this yep. in? Yep. And then they go, well, that tasted horrible. Yeah, well, that's why our chef told you to make it this way instead of the way you wanted it made. Oh, yeah. man. We have a question from the chat. Oh, very good. Uh, she says, if you wish to answer, um, can you tell us how you are doing after your accident? Absolutely. Thank, uh, thank you for asking. I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about my, my accident. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, no, thank you're you, talking about me hiring Tevin. What an accident that was. <laughs> well, it's coming to an end. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, no, thank you. Thanks for asking, Wendy. Um, uh, doing fantastic. Um, I had some amazing uh, surgeons, and you know, it was a rough, rough year. But I'm, I mean, all set for a couple of cosmetic things we'll do down the road. Pretty, pretty fully recovered. I'm still doing some physical therapy on my arm, but. Uh, I am doing miraculous because it should have and could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Would you drink too much and fall down the stairs? Oh, so yeah, for Catherine or anybody else that <laughs> yeah. doesn't know you, she clearly boating. doesn't have yeah. any. There's idea a boating accident. About. Yes, yeah. Oh. It was just just a little over a year ago today, July 3rd of last year. Uh, was on yeah, boating accident took a oh, propeller God. to the face. Oh, oh Jesus! What? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't cut you up too badly. On the, you want, you want the, to see? Were you I'll swimming you in the yeah. and somebody ran? No, I was dry. I was I was driving my boat. Um, Prop was running, but we were kind of we were idling, and another boat came by and kind of made a wake. And at the same time, a gust of wind came and kind of blew my hat. And I just reached and was a little off to reach to see if I could catch the hat. It was a little off, but it balanced my right foot. And when that wake oh, came, it oh, took God. me over the side. The, uh, oh my yeah. God! Boat came tail end around, and the propeller when I was swimming back up. Right yeah, boat, boat propellers right scare the, the crap out of me. As soon as yeah. you said boat accident, my heart just dropped because I have a friend who had, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you look amazing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> you look amazing. You see that How yeah. do you look this, this good <laughs> after that accident? Thanks. Medical technology has come a long way. I can't even see anything. Got a good little scar right across, but no. But you can't. Like I can't see it from here. No, I mean, yeah. I can't see your scar. And that was just last year. That's about 14 months ago. Wow. Did they think you were gonna gonna die? Oh, 100 percent. I would think by looking at that, you look like you were gonna die, man. I remember it was what three three weeks in the ICU, about a couple months in the hospital. Oh my God. You are lucky. See, yet another reason I believe in God. Yes. <laughs> that but that, that's you got to be eternally grateful that you oh, were tough enough to get through that. I mean, yeah, great, yeah, great, grateful. I mean, that's one thing I think when you come out of something like that, especially when the doctor's like, you were probably supposed to die. I mean, people don't walk away from stuff like that. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yep. Where were you? Uh, on, on the St. Croix. Oh, okay. Yeah, where we've, I've been boating for the my, last eight years. That's where my friend lost her legs yeah. in a boating accident. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so a when lot you of, said boating accident, I'm instantly like, yeah. oh, my God. How's she doing now? She's, well, she's been a double amputee now for, geez, many, many, many years. She's doing fine. Yeah. Was that Andy trying to find her legs? Remember that? Yep. Yeah, kid, sure kids do. do that all the time. It's one of my earliest legs. memories, Andy actually. Under, you were like two or three years old, maybe? Yeah. I would have had to have been yeah, kids think older that, than that. Kids think when they see a double amputee that they're, they're sitting on their legs because they, mm-hmm. you know, they just don't know. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. So, we're out for so dinner they're one They're always like looking, looking under the, the chair legs. and stuff, oh. looking for her legs. And she's like, I'm used to it. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, she handled it very, very well. Yeah. Andy went under the table to find, try to find her legs. Yeah. Uh, no, you couldn't have been. I think two he was or around three. four. Was he around I must four? Have been, I remember it, so yeah. I must have been at least. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, probably at least yeah. four. So, how do you look at that now? It's a little bit off topic, yeah. but to have gone through that, 
I mean, has it changed your faith in mankind at all? Or it's, I mean, it's I mean, it, something like that changes you. Sure, I mean, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, in so many different levels. Uh, you know, you speak of gratitude, and it's just you know, you just yeah. look at life at a totally different, totally different way. Um, you know, grateful for every day. Um, you know, the amount of support and people that came that helped out. You know, financially. I mean, it's. Healthcare is insane, uh, oh but I mean, an accident God, like that, I mean, you have no idea. Um, you know, you're pushing a million dollars on, you know, in, in, a minute. Me in medical bills. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. So, I mean, just everything, just thank yous all around and, you know, feeling uh, lucky you. to be alive and you just kind of take every day a little bit differently these days and appreciate the small things and yep. and the people. So do you ever get in, like, a, somebody's pissing a moan, he called me the wrong pronoun, you go, really? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, Shut up. I know, right? Shut up. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. There's no. I mean, that's that is great. Do you think your your toughness got you through it as well? Because something else had to happen there. You should not have lived through that. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, it's yeah. I, I think, and you know, you find out what you're what you're capable of. I think you, you know, you maybe have a rough idea of who you are just based upon the amount of life that you've lived. But until yeah. you're in a actual, you know, life and death, near death, you know, situation, and just the you know the toughness it takes you know, mentally and physically to get, get through that. And I think the mental part is, is honestly bigger. Cause I mean, once right. you, once you realize you're going to live, once you realize, you know, they're going to slow you back up and this and that, I mean, the stuff that goes through your mind when you're laying in a hospital bed for, for two plus months, oh, um, just, yeah. you know, you reflect yep. on a lot of things, yeah. a lot of, puts you know, things in perspective, puts so many things in, in perspective. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some toughness and there's some, some learned toughness, I guess. And, I bring this up on the show quite often because I don't know if there is a God or there isn't a God. I don't disbelieve. I, I don't Didn't believe. Didn't you just say this is why I believe in God? Yeah. Like five minutes it's a ago. It's a but that's what I'm going to say again. Situation. I don't know if you had to jump on what I was saying there because, mm. you know, it had some great impact. But no, it has no value <laughs> at all. But no, I, I would have to believe that if I went through what you went through, I'd lean a little more toward there is a God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, there's a God or there's something, and yeah, something. There, there, yeah. there's something. I mean, and outside of that, I mean, it really, you know, and just the the gods in all of us, the the angels and the people that were there that just you know did so much to help get me back to where they I all went today. in the lake and get, went after you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's was great. I had you know it's eight friends on on the boat with me. Oh, and a couple okay. of them jumped oh, in. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah, very lucky, mm. and so I mean, a lot of things fell into place that you know that Jeez. got made it made it happen. But yeah, there's there's definitely something because nobody should have walked away from that. No, there's no question about it. Okay, I'll change the subject to get it because Catherine's going to tear up if we don't. <laughs> to God. So in Japan, yes, I have always heard. I've never been in Japan. Yep, nope. I've always heard that a lot of places in Japan consider it an insult if you try to tip them. Yeah, they don't do any any tips in Japan. That's really. what I've heard. It's like I mean, that in the most of the world. Most, I think. Oh, is it really? really oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Europe yeah. is there's almost no tipping well, they, they, in Europe. Well, they they include the service charge and mm -hmm. their, their checks usually. Well, yeah. it's, or it's not even a service charge. It's just they pay their employees a living wage. Yeah. It's not like here's half of what you should make. Now go hustle for the rest. That is a such a weird. It's such a weird concept. I mean, I. If somebody does something above and beyond and you want to give them something extra, that's on you. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, in Japan, I mean, they pay people very well. And I think that's, that's why every, I mean, they just put perfection in all of their jobs. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're pumping gas, if you're working at the grocery store, or if you're, you know, mm -hmm. running a million-dollar company. I mean, yeah. everybody 
puts that much effort and takes that much pride in their job. You go to a Japanese grocery store, I mean, it's absolutely insane. I mean, every piece of fruit and everything is just lined up perfectly, and the oh, person really? stocking that fruit takes so much pride in their job and making their, whatever their piece of world is, you know, perfect. And, you know, they strive for perfection and everything. Well, they start that from a very young age. Uh, they clean up their classrooms after class yep. as kids. They do the. They, they don't have janitors. In yeah, Japanese no, no, ja no janitors. What? The kids sweep. The kids sweep. Mom, wipe really? their desks, yep. Do everything before they go home. It's all the kids every day. I'm gonna do that on this show from now on. <laughs> I, people would leave a lot less messes. You're the right youngest around. person here. Get after that vacuum. I remember when I was really mad at this. <clears throat> there was this very popular girl in school, and she was just an asshole. <laughs> she was okay. a horrible person. Okay. But everybody loved her. I don't know why. And I remember her throwing garbage on the floor. Mm. And I remember saying, hey. And she said, we have a janitor. I'm like, why do people like you? <laughs> right? I just don't understand well, why it's anybody like, likes you. Even if we do have a janitor, people now have to walk around your garbage until the janitor gets exactly, to it. And, yeah. and that's the best case scenario. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. No, yes, i got to ask you a question both. Uh, and again, Justin, because you, you brought it up earlier. You guys consider yourself lucky in that you have a view of the world from a different place because you, uh, Tevin, are from a couple of different cultures. You're from mm -hmm. like three different cultures. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're you're lucky to have been in a position to be in the position you are, not having to go? I'm one thing, and this is the best thing in the world. You're many different things. That's got to be a great position in your head. For me, I mean, absolutely. I, I think I think that uh, you know that comes to light maybe a little bit later in life. You know, I think, you know, especially, I think things are probably different now with kids. I think people have a lot broader and accepting yeah, view. Yeah. You know, as, as a kid, you know, 40 years ago, you know, not, you know, every, you were white, you were black, you are this or that. and being, You were just one thing. Yeah, yeah. everybody was one thing. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So, you know, not having that one thing to fit into was maybe slightly confusing. You didn't know at the beginning, but then after you, I suppose, yeah. after this light bulb goes off and you're like, wait, no, I'm everything. And, I, you know, you, I, I love it. And I think it's, we were very, very blessed you know, to be able to grow up with just, you know, a different worldview from traveling and just having experienced so many cultures at a young age and having so many different cultures within me um, mm -hmm. that I can pull from. I, I couldn't imagine uh, being just one thing. Well, that's what's so wonderful about food. It's like you, you can really share that with anybody. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every culture's got their own yeah. food. Yeah, and that's everybody sure. likes to, sh well, a lot of people like to share that. Yeah. Not it's everyone. Great. So, Devin, your take on Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree 100%. And as a young kid, like, when you don't really understand, like, why you might be getting made fun of because you're, you know, quote, unquote, different. And then, but once that light bulb goes off and you're like, oh, no, actually, I'm dope as hell. Like, the things that everybody <laughs> is making fun of me for, like, I'm way cooler than what you're making me seem to be. So, I, once that light bulb goes off, yeah, it's, it's a lot better. When as and, kids, the dumbest things will upset you so much. Getting made fun of mm -hmm. for things like, I remember this one time I was at camp and this kid walks up to me and he's like are you a dude and i'm like i sometimes and he's like a dude means an elephant's and, butt hair yeah and, <laughs> and I, was, I was pissed off for like six months after that. for six months it, it was a, it was a pimple on a horse's butt when i was yeah, exactly like, oh, like oh, it's just not even real i don't even know if it's a real thing but oh, like, my God. you're a dude just the injustice of this kid calling me this thing for right. no reason I was I so mad for that. so long, and but that's how kids are. It's like, you know, the littlest things will make you so mad for so long, and then eventually you realize, it's like, what does it even matter? Right. I grew up in a very white neighborhood. Almost everybody was Catholic, and yet I was tall, skinny, and I had red hair. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was just like, the, I was the weird one yeah. in my neighborhood. It's like, oh my God, yeah. look at her. 
Oh, I do remember when I was a little boy because my, my father was pretty much English and my mother was German. And when the families would get together, they did not get along. Hmm. Like we well, are German. Well, I guess World War One, World War Two, kind of thing. Yeah, back in those uh, World days, War Two, yeah. England and uh, Germany, very, very bad. Uh, yeah. And and I know we're about to wrap up here shortly, but yes. Justin, so you obviously own multiple restaurants in the Twin Cities, but there is one that is no longer with us, sadly. Side Chicks. Yes. I'm devastated. It was <laughs> the greatest. Like, over the pandemic, there were restaurants that you know, obviously shut down. Muddy Waters was one that yeah. was like, oh, that sucks. I really like right. that place. But Side Chicks, it was like the greatest chicken sandwich in Minnesota. And it That's was, what you told me. You always told and, me. Yeah, and it was here one day and gone the next. Mm-hmm. And so is there any hope <laughs> that, that we can get a revival? Sandwich. Do you have a recipe laying around that I could have? Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> recipes, uh, I can get my new cookbook, Northern Soul. <laughs> Um, no, but actually, we show uh, the picture, Catherine. So, uh, <laughs> side chick was a was a consulting deal I did. Um, okay. So I mean, I was a part of it for six months, and then I had moved on after that, and I did the recipes and everything. They didn't end up making it, but if you do any traveling, we just all of those recipes we just opened Northern Soul Fried Chicken in the airport. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, excellent. And it is um, all fly somewhere. It is all of those <laughs> yeah. sandwiches uh, that were on Perfect. the side chick menu. So now we are we are in the airport. We just opened on in the October main night. terminal. In, or yep, whatever it's in, called in the, now. In, in the main mall, in the main tournament. Mall. Do you know where, uh, if you've been to the airport recently, um, where Smack Shack used to be? Yeah. So it's the old Smack Shack. So oh, okay. we took Smack Shack closed. We took over that. I didn't know they closed. What's that? Just okay. that one. I didn't know they closed. They, well, just the airport. Just but the airport. I, what, I wonder why that would have happened. A lot of people well, can't staff anybody. It wasn't staffing. No, no, it's just, I think, especially coming through pandemic and then with the financial times the world's in, it's hard to convince somebody to buy it. For, and in the airport, yeah, I mean, true. a forty-two dollar lobster roll at the That's airport. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, That's it's why. you know, it's yeah. thirty-eight dollars at the restaurant. You know, you jack that up to airport prices. It just yeah, they wasn't got all hitting. those fees and taxes. All those fees and, and taxes yeah. for airports. So yeah. I think, I mean, they told me that was part of it. I don't know everything, but either way, mm-hmm. I love Smack Jack, but I'm happy they closed in the airport because now we got <laughs> no, really we got Northern Soul Fried Chicken. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. It's so great it, because I, I had no idea that you were the son of a friend of mine. Yeah, it's so great to have you in. Tevin says wonderful things about you and he usually just rips people to shreds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, I appreciate you know, it, Tevin. You know, yeah. That's his brand. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's his brand. Off brand for I'm making, I make an exception for good food. So. Hey, Catherine, do you happen to have the book you could hold up to the screen one I, more time? Okay, one more time. One more time. And there's the Wendy book. already there's bought it, title. by the way. I'll say where Wendy, they, you've already sold one. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> uh, where do they go to buy the book? Um, I mean, most most major bookstores around town, but Amazon, um, Amazon is the is the least expensive and fastest way to get it. Isn't um, it amazing? You know, you can you order it now. Amazon will get it to you tomorrow, and it's cheaper than any of the bookstores. I mean, although support your local bookstore, yeah, but you can you yep. can you can get it pretty much anywhere. Good. All right, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. Where where should we go? Which restaurant of yours should we go to? You know, honestly, I would uh, my new restaurant, Big E in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. Um, it's a sandwich shop, uh, egg sandwich shop, but not not breakfast. We just put an egg on everything, but we have uh, amazing sandwiches. So and where is that? It's on. It's right next to Grand Old Creamery. Oh on, yeah, on yeah. Grand Avenue. Oh yeah, because yeah, Andy yeah. used to live over there. Yeah, sure did. Yep. Yep. So yeah, definitely right go there. check out Big E and uh, Northern Soul Fried Chicken when you're at the airport. We'll give it a whirl. Thank you so much awesome. for your time today. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. Tevin, good job, Pally. You teed right. this up. I do all right. <laughs> I do all right. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.